last night, Harry sneezed, and I was holding him, and he had this huge sneeze, and I didn't notice it at first. Oh. So, like, a minute goes by, and I look at him, and he's, like, making, like, he's got shit in his eye, and he's, like, not being, he can't He sneezed blink. in his eye. He, he got snot in his eye. He caked his own So face what did you do? So what did you do? What did you do? Snot. You wiped it off. I wiped it off laughing Fuck my ass that off. noise. Make him wipe it off. He can't. He's too stupid. He can. No. How does he learn? He takes in the data. He solves the problem. If you solve no, the problem right, hang for on. him, he's never going to learn to wipe the shit off his face. And he's going to be that six-year-old kid with snot running no, down his no. fucking nose. Here, and here's why Here's why that's different. Here's why my kid will not be. Here's why Harry will not be that six-year-old kid with dried and wet boogers just building it's on just top so of each gross. other. It's just so gross. This is Don Hall, and I'm David Himmel, and this is the Literate Apecast. Be advised, these apes are not emotional support animals, and they fling verbal poo. Listen with caution. Okay, I was wrong. What? Yeah, I know. It's, and it's it, it, the thing but about it. Hang is, on, let's let that. Let's let that. See, I admit when I'm. I admit yeah. when I'm wrong. I when I know I'm wrong. Yeah. And uh, and I will just say this: my I owe an apology to Bill Arnett, who's one of our contributors, uh-huh. and his wife, and oh, Joe ja- and Joe James, who's one of our contributors. What did you do? Well, Bughouse, um, we got into an argument. I, I mean, it didn't even start off. Granted, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Matthias. And as you should, and yeah. Matthias is a is a bad. It's wonderful. It's, a, it's delicious, but it but it's it'll a knock you on dude. your fucking ass. It is an it, it is a beautiful it's mon- a beer it's, by it's the, the way. It's the Hulk. It is the Hulk. You don't know if it's it, going to do great things and save the day, or just completely wipe out a city. Exactly. That's that's yeah. which is what, what it was. did to me the last it time. It did last time. It, yeah. um, but no, but uh, we just done a bug house. It was a great night, and we're talking about. Uh, about Trump's separation of family policies. Yeah. And I'd done, I I, I will, obviously, I'd done enough reading that I could determine that, yes, Obama had a separation policy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, he had deported, he at that time had deported like five times as many people as as, uh, Trump had. Yeah. Um, And so I get into an argument with Bill Arnett and his wife. At one point, I get so frustrated, I become Uncle Jerry. Oh, God. And I basically look at his wife and say, just go fucking read it. (laughs) Just read the shit. You'll know I'm right. (laughs) Well, Bill Arnett did some research and sent it out. And I was like, okay, I still think, you know, that that this, I, I still think, you know, and I read everything he sent and I read some other things and that were verified. And there's a little more gray area. And I'm a big fan of the gray area. And then the Washington Post came out this last week uh, with an entire breakdown. And I will be the first to admit I was completely wrong that uh, Trump's zero tolerance policy has. So it's not that basically what it boils down to is is that the the law as it's read is no different than what it was in Obama's time or Judge Bush's time. But the way it's interpreted by Trump and his people is completely bad. You know, I'm not going to use the word evil, but it is yeah. it is it is completely uncompromising. It is letter of the law, not spirit of the law. And yeah, he's separating he's separating lots of families. Yeah. you know, and 
part of me understands that because, you know, you read enough about, uh, you know, Middle Eastern kids that, uh, you know, are suicide bombers. You know, they're seven years old and they're wearing fucking suicide vests. That's scary shit. Yeah. So I imagine there are some people on the south of the border looking at, you know, the caravan of people coming in from Honduras going, those kids could wear suicide vests. And the idea that they couldn't is just naive. However, the idea that they might is also a little fear-mongering bullshit. Yeah. So... But I will. But it's one of those things that I got to put on the record. Yes, I apologize to Bill, to his wife, to Joe. I was fucking wrong, and not just fucking wrong, dead wrong. I was wrong, and uh, and I apologize in a to, public way. To be the, but not to them personally, because that's too hard. Well, yeah. <laughs> but to be the devil's advocate on this, let's just say maybe Obama doesn't deserve the sainthood that so many people give him. I'll buy that. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I, mean, I don't all. think anybody that is actually ascends to the point where they're in higher office is completely blameless no. in any way, shape, or form. You. What you can say about Obama is he had eight years in the White House with no scandals. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, that's hard uh-huh. to do the, well, the, these days, I guess. I don't the, do. Any days, but yeah. especially these days. Because yeah. there used to be the sort of like, we're just not going to say anything press. Yeah. Which is why JFK got the fuck around so uh-huh. much, and FDR could be in a wheelchair and nobody knew about it, and yeah. all that nonsense. And have a girlfriend, and yeah. Eleanor could have a yeah. girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Did Bush have any? Uh, he didn't have any uh, scandals? Uh, scandals like that. Um, he didn't have like uh, other than the fact he was just kind of stupid. Salacious stuff. No, he yeah, didn't have any salacious. And he had like the whole. He wasn't Bill Clinton. Lying well, that's the thing w- is he didn't MDs fuck around. He was just sort of like a warmonger who put us in the longest, most proactive. Yeah, preemptive war in the history of the country. Yeah. So you know, I'll, I'll give him that. But you know what? He paints now, and Michelle Obama likes him. Well, so. you know, gosh, let's give him a break. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to put it out there because uh, you know the stridency it, it gets even someone who is it is gets against, the best of us. Even though I am against stridency in general, sometimes with a few Matthias, old angry Don comes yeah. out, yeah. and he becomes a big dick. Kirk versus Spock. That's it. Yep. When I'm and, and Kirk really comes out when I'm drunk. Yeah. And Spock is I have to really focus in. I would love to see an incredible Hulk cartoon where the Hulk is voiced by uh uh who played Kirk? Uh Shatner. Jesus, Shatner, William Shatner. Yeah, the Shat. Wouldn't <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if Shatner as voiced? Angry Kirk like oh, that was would playing be the Hulk? That yeah. would be as long as whenever the Hulk beat something up, you won't like you me heard the music when I'm angry. Yeah, <laughs> as long as you heard the music that that was for every fight. Every fight in Star Trek. There's the got to be seasons. somebody out there that can take like Hulk cartoons or even like the old Hulk TV oh, yeah. show or Hulk anything with anything. Any Hulk, yeah, and just like splice in audio from Star Trek. I was listening to. Um, of all things, This American Life, when we were driving to Thanksgiving. Okay. Because that's what I do is we leave about You're... three. We leave about three o'clock in the morning so we can avoid all the traffic in Chicago and mm-hmm. we get out of town. Dana sleeps. I listen to podcasts. And um, you were listening to the episode that I was featured on? No, I didn't okay. listen to that. So I, but, you know, I, mean, I, I, listen, I mean, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts, yeah. especially when I'm driving long distances because mm-hmm. it's, it's a great way to do it. So I listen to film spotting. And if you haven't listened to film spotting, fucking listen to film spotting. Those guys, it's, it's so a long... Do they talk about Footloose? 
I'm sure you could find uh, an episode where they talk about Footloose. I don't think they're that old, but (laughs) they might. They might. I don't think the the show went that that far back. But it's been on the air for a long time. It's been a podcast for a really long time. Anyway, um, I was listening to This American Life, which I don't like doing for the most part because I don't like Ira Glass. Cyber Glass, this is American and, Life. And, and the, thing, the thing that I've noticed, and then I noticed this is on this trip, I is that, cocaine. that really everybody, this, this is the thing, is, is every woman on This American Life sounds like Sarah Koenig. I mean, sounds just like her. Yeah. And every guy sounds exactly like Ira. Yeah, which is why I can't listen to it's a little Radio Lab and a thousand However, other things. However, yeah. there was an episode, I can't remember what the episode was, but it was a whole, it was about will. It was about the power of will. Will hunting? No, the will, willpower. Like, I'm going to make things happen through the sheer force of will. Gotcha. And the first act was all about why we are in this partisan divide. And it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's fucking brilliant because it's about Newt Gingrich, mm. you know, and, and Rush Limbaugh and how they basically ushered in the this partisan yep. divide. Yep. Really good. Just out of sheer will. Yeah. But then there's this random. And, and at first I was pissed off. Because it, it was like, and it's just this random piece asking if there is free will. If there's anything, if free will exists. It's what God gave us. Well, this is the thing. is it, it, It's fascinating. And I, and, and fuck off. Go through the archive and look, <laughs> if, look for it yourself. You're a fucking independent person. You have Google. So kiss my ass. But... He talks about he talks to physicists mm-hmm. and scientists, and you discover that none of them actually believe we have free will. Really, that we are just machines who know we're machines and believe we're better. And so the question, and believe I'm listening, we're better than well, just believe that we are elevated over the concept of just okay. simply a machine that is a series of sort of that every decision we make is not. Is an independent thought, and not sort of. It's not a command dot run. It's not or, a command yeah. based on a series of stimuli that that hits us on all these different levels, and uh, it's a really interesting piece. I, I, I mean, whether you like it or not, I, I really enjoyed it, and I didn't think I was going to. I started it with going like, "Fuck you, you hipster cunt." Yeah. And then I went, "Oh, he's got a point," and oh, that's really interesting. Sometimes that's how this American life. Affects me, mm-hmm. but the question that I are we just that's that's the question I walked away is, are we just because one of the one of the women who's a physicist on it makes the comment that we are the most amazing machine ever created by nature, okay. but in the concept of AI, in the concept of sex robots, hot in the yeah in the concept of evol- evolving artificial intelligence the question becomes are we human beings just incredibly complicated machines who believe we have consciousness and free will and that's really been like kind of i'm kind of obsessed with the idea yeah and I don't know. I mean, I certainly don't think on the ape cast we're going to come up with an answer. Well, but we can come up with some perspective. Yeah, I, I think that one. Yes, I think we are machines. Um, if you look at the way the human body, from a physiological, scientific, like a biological, perspective, biological yeah, perspective, yeah. we are machines. I've and the thing that didn't convince me this. I mean, I knew this, but the thing that I don't it blew my mind, but just like solidified without a, 
without any doubt of how mechanical our bodies, these husks are, all of us, was when I, when I was um, still editor of Chicago Health Magazine and I wrote a story about uh, transplant, uh, transplantation. Mm, mm-hmm. And watching what happens to the body that where they take the pieces out. I mean, yeah, these are just parts. They're parts, and yeah. this is how they work. And you need the right. There's an efficiency piece. You need, to you need it. A Phillips screwdriver and for this thing. And if your piece doesn't yeah. fit, then the machine doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. 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 You have to have the right hardware. And when you look at someone like Michael Jordan, yeah. at in his prime, that's a machine working at its peak. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's an amazing machine. So I think, I mean, are we machines with with consciousness? Or, or what is consciousness? I mean, it, I, th- I think we are yeah. with consciousness, but just barely. Well, how do you have bare, like barely conscious? You're either how, conscious how, how or you're conscious, not. How conscious are we of ourselves? How conscious are we of the world around us? So, well, with the internet, we're very conscious, but maybe not. And I would argue that we're not. Okay, fair because enough. Because what that has done, and this goes, this touches on conversations, conversations we've had on the Apecast, yeah. things we've written about on Literate Ape, and mm-hmm. just things that we've talked about, you know, offline, which off is such line. a corporate fucking asshole thing off to say. Offline! Just in general conversation that you like have Like, in had. real... See, offline is actually in real life. In, in real life, yeah. But we have now, we've now appropriated everything to focus on what is online, because online is what we focus on all yeah. the time. Offline is actually like real life. Like it's off like, the record. It's is, like people. Yeah. It's like regular people not being recorded, just simply having a conversation. Yeah, not trying to impress their boss or the oh my hot guy God. or girl across the yeah. conference table. Yeah. I don't. I, I think that that the internet and social media specifically has helped us become less conscious of our surroundings, less self-aware, and conscious of what our actions, um, of, of the reactions that our actions cause. Ooh. So, yeah, we're, we're conscious, but we're limited in that consciousness because we're going, I don't care about the other shit. It's about me. So it's very limited. But that's, but the, the argument is that those are all based on stimuli. That, 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 and that's how a machine works. It's like this thing happened, and thus this thing happened, and thus this thing happened. You know, and, and uh, you know, like one of the examples, I can't remember the exact example. It was really good. But it's just like, and this came from like the 50s or 60s, uh, like a study. But the idea is like, oh, this is what it was, is if you ask people what their favorite, and, and you can tell this is sort of like a 1960s thing, yeah. what's your favorite laundry detergent is? Uh-huh. And most people would sit and think about it. But if in the room you ask them, they're sitting and there's a picture yeah. Of the ocean. Right. There's like a 90% chance they're going to just say tide. Right. And not even know why. Well, when I when I was working in radio, you know, we worked in commercial radio, so we had you know, the Arbitron. Yeah, yeah. Which was bought by, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Arbitron is a thing of the past at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you'd have you'd have your books. You know, that was the mm, yeah. season. This is the, yeah, the books yeah. are out. So literally, books would be mailed to people. Yeah. And... They would write down what they listened to, when they listened to yeah. it, how long they listened. And when the when the book was in season, mm-hmm. for whatever quarter it was, yeah. every radio station that had a, had sensible thought would 
That's when they would buy their TV ads. That's when they would yeah, buy all their they billboards. Yeah, because they knew what people were listening to. Yeah, People are going to go, oh, I need to fill out my book. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. what. I, uh, yeah, I guess I listened to that station because they saw a billboard on their way home from work. Yeah. Because they just saw a commercial it's on the TV. It's about, just a thing that popped it. in their head. Yeah. You know, you, it's, you live and die by arbitrage or by the book, you know, whatever. By the book. Yeah, by the data. So, yeah, that consciousness. It's, here, and here's the other thing is that like... Having a kid, having a, an eight-month-old now, is like watching him learn things. Okay, because he's like a little machine that has he no data. He is a clean slate. Yeah, he's learning the data. He's figuring out the rules of the physical universe. Yeah, And he knows that actions have reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, he's got a cold right now mm-hmm. because his gross cousin who is two and a half months old has had four colds since she's been alive and she's gross she is gross she's gross i think i love her because i'm supposed to and i'm sure i will but she's two but and right now she's she gross and she has a yeah. cold yeah and she got my son's and kids get sick and fine i, I know what so happens, you blame her for the cold totally okay and i've been t- for the last week i've been saying to katie like why am i holding this grudge against aj like this isn't fair but i'm annoyed Whatever I, it's because you're misogynist. Uh, yeah. Okay. As long as and, you know, clear. She's, she's half Taiwanese, so I'm probably partly. Oh racist God, too, you're you know? racist yeah. and misogynist. Yeah. Um, fucker. Right. Yeah. I love Trump. Oh Jesus. Uh But yeah, so I'm watching this kid like learn how when he does something, and it's from either like picking something up and dropping it, like just dumb, just baby seeing what shit. shit does. Yeah. So tonight. Um, earlier tonight, I he's got he's got this cold and his nose is running and I'm going to wipe his nose and blow his nose and he can't he doesn't know how to blow his nose yet. Yeah. So I'm basically just like pulling. Which is one of the things I'll just deviate for a second. Nothing makes me more irritated than a child. Not your not Prince Harry's sure. age. Yeah. But like a five-year-old kid would just fucking, fucking snot. Yeah. It's like, don't you know? Don't you feel it? Yeah. Wipe that shit off your fucking face, you nasty and shit. So I quick, just want to point that no, out. No, it's totally fair. And it drives here's, me nuts. Here's the fascinating thing about it is that last night, Harry sneezed. And I was holding him and he had this huge sneeze. And I didn't notice it at first. Oh. So like a minute goes by and I look at him and he's like making like he's got shit in his eye. And he's like not being, he can't He sneezed blink. in his eye. He, he got snot in his eye. Caked his own. So face what did you do? So what did you do? What did you do? You wiped it off. I wiped it off, laughing. Fuck my ass that off. noise! Make him wipe it off. He can't. He's too stupid. He can no. How does he learn? He takes in the data. He solves the problem. If you solve no, the problem right, for on. him, he's never going to learn to wipe the shit off his face, and he's going to be that six-year-old kid with snot running no, down his no. fucking nose. Here and here's why. Here's why that's different. Here's why my kid will not. Here's why. Harry will not be that six-year-old kid with dried and wet boogers just building it's on just top so of each gross. other. It's just so gross. Just fucking layer after layer me, of mucus and filth You're and gross. You're killing me, small. Stopping at the bridge of their oh. lip, just foul activity happening. Jesus. Is that... So I, 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 so, all right, so I go to wipe his nose tonight, <laughs> and he you know, pulls away because no kid likes getting their nose wiped, and he can't blow... So I'm like, I take my handkerchief out. He would prefer to have snot all over his and his fucking because eye. Because he doesn't know any better. Like somebody came in his face. It's, yeah. That's does, gross. Because he doesn't know any better. He hasn't been taught yet, so I'm well, teaching him... Well, he's learning... I'm teaching him that that's not okay. You hand him a tissue, and you go, 
Get rid of that shit off your eye. Here's what I do. Because if I hand him a tissue, he's going to stick it in his mouth. Well, then he's just dumber than shit. I have to train him out of that. I have to teach him. <laughs> okay. So what I do is I take the handkerchief and I go, look, daddy goes, <coughs> and he laughs. And I go, and Harry goes, and I put it on his nose. And then he's like, oh, he kind of sort of gets it a little bit. Okay. It's like, okay, if daddy does it, I can do it. And that's how you. So he's going to chronically masturbate. I hope so. Okay. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. But so tonight, <laughs> I go to wipe his nose, and he was sitting in front of me, and I, I push on his nose to get it, and I push too hard or, like, whatever. He fell back and smacked the back of his head on the floor. <laughs> and I felt, I felt so what's so the bad. lesson that he learned? Well, Don't let daddy blow your nose. Because I'm going to fucking fall. The good thing fall. about their age is that they oh, forget so shit quickly. So as long as I don't funny. keep doing that, he won't remember this. All right, there you go. This thing. <laughs> but his reaction was, I smacked my head. Something happened. It hurt. Or I was scared because I yeah. my perspective, I mean, yeah. I was sitting up and now I'm looking at the ceiling and there's this weird pain in the back of whatever the fuck this is because he doesn't know what his head is yet. So he's like a, he's like a computer a yeah, machine, right? Exactly. If we do something wrong with the computer, like if we don't shut it down enough and it just, it gets backed up. We don't clear out the memory, yeah. delete our yeah. the shit in the trash. Because you can't reboot a kid. Right. But it's that same thing. Like, this is something that I cannot work with. Yeah. I cannot work with the immediate change of my perception. And my head now hurts, you motherfucker, dad. Yeah, he's mad at you. Yeah. I'm telling mom when I learn to talk. Yeah. That's a very machine thing to do. Like, you learn that does not compute. Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Yeah. So, right now, my kid is not, has no consciousness. Well... No, he's got consciousness. He's got some, he just doesn't have. It's a very base. There's level. no self-reflective consciousness. He doesn't understand his right. place in the world or what he's able to do or what he can do or can't right. do. And he, but, he's but learning. He's, the but rules. he's learning. Like yeah, he's he knows the rules. He knows no, which is why kids at two years old yeah. or whatever when they start they talking, love they go, no, 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 because yeah. they hear that so much, and it's the first thing that they recognize because it's a total change of of tone. Yeah. When their parents say it, no, don't touch that drawer, whatever it is. So I, I don't know. This is kind of a tangent, but I, no, it's a good tangent because we're talking. I mean, because that, that ultimately that's the concept. It's, it's hard is, to look at like you and I. Machines, you know, you're yeah. in your fifties. I'm almost forty. Yeah, I'm thirty nine and a half. We're damaged goods. Like our consciousness is so completely I don't think it's damaged. I think the thing is, I don't think it's damaged. I think it, it is an amalgam of, you know, it's I. It, the, the, I guess the way I look at it, if, if 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 I'm a machine, I look at myself as sort of like a. An upgraded Mac 2E, you know? I mean, it's like, I'm still running the green screen, yeah. but there's still some stuff, and there's some, I've got some additional memory, and yeah. but that's fading, you know? But the, the thing about it is, yeah, I'm, I'm still functioning. I'm still working, you know? I mean, I had, this is random, totally random. Uh, I took a friend of mine uh, last week to, uh, he had a biopsy and colonoscopy and all that stuff, so he needed somebody to come pick him up. At the clinic, it wasn't a hospital; it was a clinic. Is he okay? He's fine. He's totally okay. fine. He just wanted to do ch- just, just a checkup, stuff, just yeah. a routine okay. checkup. But you know, they put him under drugs, so he needs sure, somebody yep. to drive yep. him home. So I got to be the designated driver, and uh, I went and I was talking to the woman that he had to go to the bathroom before we left, and she had she legally had to wheelchair him out, mm-hmm. which I just thought was funny as shit. Was he all like, Wah. well, no, no, he was totally fine. I mean, he was a little 
tired. You yeah. can see he was tired. He hadn't yeah. eaten in you know two days or whatever right. it was. But uh, I thought it was funny, and I made the comment. I said, "I got to get a picture of him in the wheelchair because yeah. he's like a decade younger than me, and that's funny to me sure. that he's like in a wheelchair and I'm not." Yeah. And she said, "He and she said, he's a decade older than you." And I went, "Or younger than you?" And I went, "Yeah." And she goes, "How old are you?" And I said, "I'm 53." And she goes. Are you fifty three? Yeah, I'll, I mean, You're I'll be fifty two. I'll yeah. be fifty three in February, so yeah. I'm almost fifty three. You go thirty nine and a half. I just I'm not, trust me. Once you get to the fifties, it doesn't matter. In in two You're months, just old. in two months, I'll be thirty nine and three quarters. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to be fifty. I'm fifty three as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I said fifty three, and the first it's the first time I've ever had this question asked me. She goes, "Is that your real hair?" No <laughs> <laughs> way. Yeah, it's all natural. But yeah. I thought that's like that. Okay, I've now I have now crossed a certain barrier in being the Mac 2E, uh-huh. where someone's actually asking if this is all me. Yeah, and 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 it's sort of the concept of the machinery. Machines start to rust. They start to break down. They yeah. start to fall apart. Are we just the machines that know that we're falling apart? That we understand the aging? Yes, I think we have the consciousness. About the mechanics, yeah. we have we have enough consciousness for the most part. Yeah, I mean, there are some people like I don't know, my elbow hurts. Oh, fuck, whatever, you know. Yeah, but we have consciousness about our our hardware. I don't think we have consciousness about how we are using our software and consuming yeah. our soft. I don't know if well, consuming well, is the, the right word, but yeah, I, we don't have in the garbage in, garbage out. Social media is a lot of garbage. It's a lot of garbage. Because I, 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 I mean, think about this constantly, right. again, using the kid as, as an example. Because, again, he's a clean sleeve. He's a yeah. brand new, he's brand fresh new computer. Clean. Hard drive is <clears throat> clean. Yeah. He's got all this memory. He's running fast. You know. Yeah. He's not been bogged down by bullshit yet. Yeah. But I keep not waiting, but, like, just, you know, when, when he, oh, man, like, to, to take a moment to just be, like, that fucking, you know, wussy parent moment. But like when he hugs me, because he can't even really hug yet, but he just like puts his little yeah, stupid yeah. tiny arms stupid on my shoulders arms, and then like rests his head on my shoulder because he's tired and I'm rocking him to sleep yeah. or whatever. It's this incredible moment. And I know that there, there will be a day when that will be the last time that I will ever have my son's... Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Next to mine, I'm kissing his forehead. What is little boy blue in the man in the moon? I can't tell you the last time I snuggled with my dad. Are you going to be that guy? Are you going to be the cats in the cradle guy? I I, I hate that song, so I hope not. That's a great song. You're tasting things right now. There is something wrong with you, man. That's a great song. That's a classic song. The lyrics are fantastic. Yeah. The music of it makes it's, it's a good. It's a little too sappy. Well, it's. I mean, it's a product of the '70s, so of course right. I like yes. it and you yes. don't. Of it course, is. I like it and you don't. So I well, get there's that. a lot of '70s stuff I do like, but that yeah. there was a huge movement in the '70s of the, the soft rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, I don't have any problems with soft shit, rock. Yeah. It's, it's not pansy. Some of it is really great, and some of Cats it, in the Cradle is is a good song. It's Harry Chapin. Fuck off. Harry Chapin rocks. Who? Oh, yes, Harry Chapin. Not that song though. I was thinking that, that it was um. The Christopher Robin guy. The, Christopher, uh, you're thinking Christopher Cross. No, no, no. Okay. The guy who wrote the song about Christopher Robin. Uh, he's now he changed his name. To, he's a Muslim name. Um, uh, Cat, Cat Stevens. Stevens. I'm no, that's Cat not Stevens. Cat yeah, Stevens. Yeah, no, no. Um, Although, speaking of Cat yeah. Stevens, and I didn't realize this, the first movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like I was five years old. 
which says a lot about my sense of humor. But, Mike, the first movies I ever remember seeing, and my mother confirms that they were the first movies I was ever at. Okay. Double Bill, drive-in movie, sitting on the fucking, like, hood of a gremlin. Jesus. Harold and Maude, followed by The Gambler with... Uh, yeah, Kenny uh, Rogers? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. James Kahn. Okay. The thing I remember, the, the only thing I remember the gambler is he's a drug addict and he gets his face cut with right. a straight laser. That's <laughs> I all I say, remember. like, the gambler with Kenny Rogers Harold was Maud, a TV movie. So Harold and Maude, we watched it the other night. Harold and Maude, the entire score is Cat Stevens, and it's fucking awesome. Is it really? Awesome. Okay. I didn't remember that, but it's huh. really good. So don't, don't dismiss Cat Stevens. Okay. No, okay. It's a really good soundtrack. But the point is that at some point the computer, the machine, we go like off on such tangents. Your your new your brand new Mac, right? Like you get a yeah. brand new Mac, and it's clean and it's fast that I jacked like, an old woman for for six bucks. Yeah, but eventually after five years, it's slow and it's bogged down and it's it's not. Right now, my kid is the brand new Mac. He is untouched. He is clean, but his consciousness will get cluttered. Yeah. And it will warp his. It will warp his consciousness. Yeah. It will warp his self awareness. It'll warp his altruism. So really, as a parent, the only thing you can do is just worry every day about fucking your kid up. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's an exercise every day for me not. And once to do he goes that, to school, I am primed. And once for that he goes to school, it's out of your control entirely. That's it. Yeah. That fucker is gonna just take in whatever data is presented to him and treat and do his best. And but the other the other to, side of that process it, yeah. is that you want to expose the kid to as much as you possibly can to yeah. everything in the world so yeah. they understand the world so they have altruism so they know that people are different and yeah. they are different that you can't just not everybody can just pull their themselves up by their bootstraps like that's not a thing you know there are differences. Well, the funniest that, thing is is if you look at all the all the great science. I mean, not a great great, but it's a lot of the great science fiction is when machines like Skynet. Or the Matrix. Do electric sheep? Or dream of, yeah, yeah. What is it? Do machines dream of electric sheep? Or whatever the do androids? Do androids dream of electric sheep? Yeah, right, yeah. Right. You know, it's, which it's, is the Blade it's, Runner? Is which that, is yeah. the novel that? But Blade one of the one of the great yeah. one of the great memes in science fiction is that when machines really look, uh, what is it? Uh, Avengers, the second one. The uh, what's the uh, fucking Ultron? Age Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. Is that when machines actually really get to they get consciousness and they look at, they look at so humanity much pain, and they go so much hate, oh. Yeah. The yeah. best thing for humanity is to kill humanity. Right. Because we suck. We're and, broken machines. And that's the reason for suicide. That's, that's why fascinating. When you become conscious enough, you blow your own brains out. Because you're like, I can't... Hemingway... Uh, David Foster Fo- Wallace, Wallace, one of my favorites. Uh, I mean, shit, even Fitzgerald with his drinking. Thompson. I mean, yeah, Tom, right. They're like, I can't, I can't Once do you it. really see the world and it's, you it's see it. It's hard to be conscious. Wow. It's hard to have consciousness because it is fucking. So we're a machine that when you finally achieve a certain amount of level consciousness, consciousness, you can no longer allow yourself to live in it in the world. Which is why we escape to Netflix. reality TV yeah. or the Kardashians and which is reality Gordon TV. Ramsay. I mean, yeah, TV. like we yeah. we escape to that shit, but the escape has become more. You know, we used to escape into other people's heady thinking stories and novels, and you know, and some of and, us still and do heady movies. But then we escape. You can to do the both. Easy shit. Yeah, you can. 
Yeah. You should do both. Shakespeare had great language, great amazing poetry, yep. and dick jokes. Yeah. The Simpsons. There you go. South Park. Sure. Um, but quite different than the Kardashians or whatever's in People magazine. I just want to point know. out, I just want to ask this question. Did South Park become less funny for you when you found out that Trey Parker and Matt Stone were Republicans? I didn't know they were Republicans. Okay, they came out as Republicans. Uh, no, because I don't think that all Republicans are evil bastards. I know, yeah, exactly. But I've had, I've heard, I, I just wanted to throw that out. There's I a heard thousand that. reasons. To, I heard that when you mentioned to it, be a part I went, of any party for. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, no. it's just one of the things when I heard and I heard somebody say, "Well, that's not funny anymore." I thought, "Funny is fucking funny." It's still fucking funny. Yeah, stop. Who gives a shit. Funny okay, is funny. All right, yeah. Yeah, 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 random. But yeah, I, I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, it's a complicated thing, and I think that the fact that we're talking about it the way we are proves that we are machines with consciousness. So we have solved the question. There you go. This I actually will put on the show notes, because this shit is some funny shit. Um, We watched over Thanksgiving, and just we got sucked into watching weird-ass YouTubes, Uh you know, and... uh, one was a mashup of it. One was just it's there's a whole subgenre of thing where they take like concert footage. It, the, the one we watched was Hall and Oates doing Maneater, uh-huh. but they've overdubbed it so that they're the worst musicians of all time. So like when they're jamming, just nothing makes yeah. sense. And Hall's like Maneater, Maneater, and when he slaps his mic stand, you hear kank kank. I mean, it's just. Uh, woo. It just that shit just made me laugh. But the funniest thing we saw <laughs> was a whole and I can't remember and I'm not even looking up right now. But uh, I'll, I will. I promise I will put this in the show notes. Um, it's a whole genre of like weird animal videos uh-huh. that they have then overdubbed as if the animals are talking. Uh-huh. And there's one called Ghetto Bab or what is it called Ghetto Ape or Ghetto Monkey? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But basically, it's this baboon. And it's the fucking funniest thing is like he's he's reaching for the banana. Mm-hmm. And he's just this little squat little baboon. He's reaching for the banana. The guy's kind of just keeping out of range. And you, you kind of get the idea that he's keeping out of the range because this is a dangerous creature. Yeah. Because he grabs this fucking banana and then takes it and jacks it into his armpit <laughs> to crack it open. Uh-huh. And then just like fucking just gobble just mangles it it's like like he eats the banana like cookie monster eats yeah. well, bananas fucking going everywhere it's like how much you didn't even get very much banana in there because yeah. you eat it with such ferocity well I'm telling you 
the voice they do, and yes, there is there is a racial tint. Okay. You know, because it's but it, it's like it's like as a ah, you don't know how to eat the booty. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I'm gonna show you how to eat the booty. Boom. Yeah, it's just the fucking funniest thing. We laughed. I watched that thing a hundred times. You know, it, it's just the funniest strain. And I, I will, yeah. That, that's See, just, it's things like you that can dub that anything. make the internet great. Exactly. Like, there are pockets of the internet that are amazing. Yes, and, and then, it's for things like that. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. honest trailers. You ever yeah, watch honest, honest trailers? trailers? I fucking is love yeah. honest trailers. Yeah. There's just it just always makes me laugh. Yeah, they're very meta at this point. Yeah. And I love the fact that the guy's got the got that voice. Yeah, he's got the inner world. Inner world voice. Yeah. And then at the end of it, it's like people have emailed them and said, "Say this in that voice." Yeah. And he does. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. it's a very it's it's almost Carl Castle. I was gonna say it's Carl Castle. Almost in it. Carl yeah. Castle in yeah. that. And I, and I and I appreciate that very much. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right. So in the spirit of the holiday season, I want you to listen to it's my favorite holiday song. Gala Peavy, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. That's a great song. We sang it in Thanksgiving. It's, oh. It's wonderful. Her voice is so wonderfully So cute. much fun, and yeah. I want to investigate it further. Like, I want to dig deep into that. So I want to get really fucking high or something. Oh, okay. And, I'm and do a shitload of mushrooms, peyote or whatever. Like mushrooms, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, really pick it apart. I'm like, oh, my God, this matches up with the Wizard of... Or the Return to Oz. Yeah, like, there you, you know, go. Like, oh, Jesus Because there's got to be a deeper meaning in it's that probably song. But, not. oh, my God, it's amazing. Speaking of deeper yes. meaning, um, I want to encourage everybody. It is, uh, it is December 9th. I want you to watch prior to... This is holiday season. I want you to watch the George C. Scott 1984 A Christmas Carol. Everybody loves mm-hmm. A Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's it's universal. Everybody's saying, but in my opinion, the best example of A Christmas Carol is the George C. Scott version. Okay. You know, and not everybody loves George C. Scott, but he's kind of the perfect Scrooge. And that movie is kind of the perfect. Everything is so good. It just is note perfect. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. It gets the point off. It feels still like Dickens wrote it and not Bill Murray. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I, so. That's not a dig against Scrooge. No, 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 I love okay. Scrooge. Right. I love Scrooge. But if you want to see A Christmas Carol, in my opinion, the way it was supposed to be, mm-hmm. this is it's the George C. Scott, A Christmas Carol 1984. And you think that Dickens would approve of that adaptation? I don't know if he'd approve. I don't give a shit if he'd It just feels yeah. right. Okay, fair enough. He's dead. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, my next thing is also a watch. Um, watch It's a Wonderful Life yeah. without, without crying. Nobody can do that. It's a challenge. Unless you basically realize that he's kind of a dick. Yeah. We talked about that last year. Right. He's kind of a dick. He's just a fucking loser. Yeah. Yeah. But he sacrificed but, everything for his people. Anyway. Yeah. All right. This is Wonderful Life. Um, I'm going to say this has nothing to do with the holiday, but I found it to be... One of the most engaging and interesting pieces of long reads I've read, it's in Politico, right? No, it's ProPublica, sorry. Okay. ProPublica.org. It is an article called, I Don't Want to Shoot You, Brother. Hmm. And this is a three-part, and this is like a 30-minute read. So sit down and, and just get in. And, and it also has all the 911 calls that you can listen to. Oh, God. But this is basically a suicide by cop situation. Yep. Um. And it really breaks down the concept of being a policeman in a situation, being someone who wants to be shot and utilizing the fact that cops kill black men. It's a black man shot by a white cop. Hmm. Very different story. 
But I mean, they dig into all of the motivation, the history of these men, the history of the police department. It is a really, it's just, you know, in, in, in sort of the black and white, so to speak, version of, you know, white cops killing black people. Yeah. This has got a lot of nuance that I don't know if everybody will appreciate, but it's a really excellent read. It's called I Don't Want to Shoot You, Brother. You can find it on ProPublica.org. Okay. Now, my last thing to do this week, sticking with the holiday theme, buy a bum lunch. I'm sorry. <clears throat> buy a homeless person. Buy a, a hungry hobo lunch. Feed someone. Feed someone who yeah. needs to be fed and yeah. cannot feed themselves. I don't care if you dine with them, which is great, or give them let 20 me suggest, bucks and say... Let me actually you know. suggest, rather than going and buying a homeless person lunch, um, go work the, a food bank. There are food banks yeah. everywhere. My mom runs one in Kansas, so don't go to Kansas. But, um, or shit, go to Kansas. Or maybe go to not? Kansas. But... Uh, but you know, it's one of the things as as a universal thing. I agree with you. Um, go to a food bank, volunteer, spend shit, spend three hours volunteering at a food bank. Yeah. If you've got the food and you're eating, there are lots of people, and not just people that are homeless. Not just people that are right. homeless. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's people that have homes because they can't afford food. Yeah. Like, I mean, so all the money a lot goes of people. to food a roof is a over big deal. And and if there's anything I love about the Christmas season, the holiday season, mm -hmm. is that we become better people, and I wish we were better people when it came to food year-round. So I agree yeah. with you. I completely agree with you. And on a completely different note, my third thing to do is to listen, and it pains me. <laughs> Gives me a, a certain amount of pain to suggest this. However, in the pursuit of excellence... You know, the idea of not just going for the popular, not just going for the thing that's cool, but really pursuing things that are excellent. As much as I, on a personal level, dislike Ira Glass as a person, and I know him as a person, this American life is fucking excellent. Yeah. And I stopped listening to it for a while, and I've listened to it. And like I said, it is exemplary narrative yeah. storytelling with a, a great journalistic perspective and I highly, you know, it's, it's one of those things as much as I, I can't stand recommending it, it's just fucking good radio yeah. and and I highly recommend it. So This American Life, uh, given the fact that our very first episode of this ape cast, <laughs> what's the name of it? Ira Glass is a, is a twat or yeah, I don't something remember. like that. Either way, just... Insert so, insult so, here. So yeah. more than a year later, I can say, yeah, listen to This American Life. It's yeah. good. It's good stuff. If, you, if you're new to This American Life, which you probably aren't, start with the one called Notes on Camp. <gasps> Starring yours truly. There you Starring. go. Starring. There, there was one the first act as a focuses on me, which was yeah. weird when it came out. I actually yeah. wouldn't start with that. I would start All with right. some of the most recent ones <laughs> yeah, yeah. because they've I'm, got some yeah. amazing stories of women um, dealing with their trauma of deal and, and 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 you know I'm not one to go hey some of these stories like there, there's a whole I can't remember what episode it is there's a whole story there's a whole segment of women like a practice in gynecological sort of practice 
that when you're going in for gynecological surgeries that they will let like the interns yeah. and the student doctors like stick their fingers up yeah. your coos and, and finger you. That's how they and, learn. Well, see, that's the argument. But the fact is, they don't ask the women if they can. Yeah, you need to. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, and they should ask that for any. Yeah. Procedure at all. Yeah, but yeah. they don't. It's like it's like right. the real doctor. The surgeon is like, okay, I'm going to stick my finger up in here. I'm going to feel for the ovaries, and I'm basically finger fucking a woman who's. <laughs> who, I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. Who's who's been medically made unconscious, yeah. and then they it's, say, yeah, all right, intern. Stick your finger up in her coos. I mean, it's just like... And it's, it's the old Bill Cosby MD. Right. Yeah. And and, yeah. and it, it was a common thing. And yeah. so there, like, there's some stories in, in, in stuff that they're doing that I, I just think is... It's timely, it's nuanced, it's interesting, and it makes you look at the world a little bit differently. And I, I can't think of anything better about anything podcast-wise yeah. than to do that. I, and a quick side note on this, that... Yes, This American Life is great radio. It's yep. great journalism. It's great storytelling, like you said. Um, this is an issue of can you separate the art from the artist? Because yes. fuck Ira Glass. He never raped anybody. He never Woody yeah, Allen. He never dick. Harvey Weinstein, but he's a dick. Can you separate it? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I can separate it. All right. I hope, hopefully, you don't separate us from the ape cast. I don't know yet. No, yeah, don't. Because really, the Apecast is just you and I drinking and talking. Yeah, this is as real as it gets. There's no separation. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the show. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 